Yeah, don't touch that dial. Said Lisa Carr, it's called Stay on Good Hope FM. Connecting Cape Town. My name is Sean. It's a Monday afternoon. Hello, friendly faces. How are you? Hello. Hello. Oh, such good moods. It's nice to see you. Nice, hey. to see. nice to see you. Did you shave? Last mm, week. Just under the chin. Yeah. Yeah, to give me more of a jawline. There, I was trying to get you to say no and that you're so disheveled. You know how people would want to see your face if you looked a little bit more disheveled? Uh, what? Hmm? Don't you think so? I know how the ladies think you're exceptionally good looking and there's something about being disheveled that makes people more good looking. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, so I should true. just dishevel myself yeah. now. All the time. All right. Because that also gives me a fighting chance of being better looking than you because if you let yourself go... <laughs> Sean, <laughs> this room's not big enough for my ego. <laughs> That's Correct. <what> <laughs> and therefore I'm giving that. <laughs> uh, good weekend nonetheless. I, I had a great weekend, of course, Terrific. man. I'm so pleased. Jerry, yours good? Yeah, super cool. Super cool? I went to watch uh, Black Panther. <gasps> it, it really was good. And I was so tired and I didn't want to go. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to entertain my husband and let him drag me along to this. And, and I loved it. Oh, I so really good. loved I am it. So, oh, I'm so You've got jealous. to watch it and you've got to watch it on the big screen, guys. It's amazing. I, I believe the movie's doing so well mm. that at this point in time, um, the movie houses can't say when they're going to take it off screen. That's I mean, it's so much better than all like the Mr. America with his little shield. And this was cool. This Captain was so America cool. Is the Panado of I mean, he really <laughs> is, and I've watched world. those, I, and even Iron Man. Like Iron Man is cool because he's quick, but this was cool on so many levels. It really is such an awesome movie. You've got to see it. I, I do. I do need to see it. Sorry, just to backtrack. Did you just call Captain America a pill? The Panado yeah. of the superhero world. He could world. be a paracetamol. You, you call him a pill. He's not the Vicodin of the <laughs> superhero. Yeah, he he ain't the Mipro. He ain't no morphine. Speaking of drugs, how are you, Vanya? Great, thank you, Sean. <laughs> what a segue, huh? You guys set it up. I'm the drug in your veins. Slap back, uh, slam dunk. Uh, the question, however, this afternoon is: Are you a zenial? And I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It might be a annual. I, we have to figure this out more, uh, inside the next, dear, inside the next half is. hour yeah. or so. You, uh, do you think you are? I could kind of motor you through this one. It's difficult to understand, but so are millennials. So here we okay. go. All right. Well, we'll get to that in just a bit. You can decide where you fit in and whether you do or don't, really. Welcome to the show. My name's Sean. Let's fast forward. Inside the chart, thanks to your votes. Keep them coming. Goodhopefm.co.za. Camila Cabello. And never be the same. So it's Monday evening. And Ayanda Glamini is standing by, sitting very closely by, attentively, uh, paying attention to the requests that you are making. Want to send shout-out dedications? Those coming up on the other side of 7 p.m. Right now, though, we turn our attention to the celebrity world, where some stories are true and others are blatantly, just completely and utterly falsified. Not the celebrity news is where you come to find very creative inventions uh, and story retellings, really. Uh, the team gets a chance to come up with the ending of this particular story. So it's not the celebrity news, but sometimes we really wish it were. In this case, we're turning to um, 2012. Do you remember 2012 when Tsai... Gangnam style. Okay, you do. You all you all remember it. Yeah, because mm. Juan de Jong scored the Curry Cup winning try and he did the Gangnam style dance. Did, did he? At the Shark Tank. Oh, I don't he remember did. that. He did, he did. Nonetheless, Sai shot to international fame after releasing Gangnam style. Mm. What is he doing now? Where is he? What has happened to Sai since he released his sixth? Studio album, Psy 6. Now <laughs> 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 it sounds so bad. Heavy breather on air. 
One more. Okay, okay Vanya. Vanya, what do you reckon? So, he's moved to Thailand and he now operates one of those mobile carts <laughs> making <laughs> pancakes and frulatis and selling fresh fruit, you name it, from his cart. Wow. Okay. That is creative. I mean, Gangnam Style was an area, it's a district that is very trendy mm, that yeah. he used to sing about. So, he's moved to Taiwan. Thailand. Thailand, sorry. Yes. Okay. Just making sure that we've got the facts <laughs> sort of straight. All right. Uh, not, the celebrity. <laughs> not the celebrity news. Um, okay, Jerry, what do you reckon? I think, uh, well, that was a huge hit, Gun- Gangnam, Gangnam Style. Star. We it all was. thought, yeah. you know, we can wait Those for dance, the next one to come out. And then moves were sensational. he did a collaboration with Snoop Dogg, did. who had recently changed his name to Snoop Lion, <laughs> which bombed. Nobody liked it. And so he had to go into hiding. Yep. <laughs> And Ooh. now he, yeah, he's actually in North Korea. Oh, <laughs> wait. English. What? He's in North Korea, mm-hmm. but he can't release music because he's in North Korea. Uh-huh. So he's just biding his time until the great dictator. Rocket Man. Yeah. Mm. Allows them to make music and then, pow. He'll bring out another single called The Greatest Explosion <laughs> of All Time. <laughs> Horsey, horsey. <laughs> yeah. Not the celebrity news. We're doing very well thus far. One more contest in Cape Town. You get to decide who wins. Okay, well, uh, he brought out that smash hit single, then he took a hiatus, and he popped up at the UN as the head of diplomatic relations, mm-hmm. where he has uh, taken Kim Jong-un under his wing mm-hmm. to teach him a course on how to make a big in America. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look at you. And ahead of his meeting with Donald Trump, I suppose that's going to be a good idea for him. <laughs> because he's been able to cross the cultural divides, is what you're saying. Exactly. Ah. Next, they'll be making a gold statue of him. Make you music, never not know. war. I'm actually pretty sure I heard his voice in a in the Black Movie. Panther soundtrack. Oh wow! I might be wrong, but they were in Korea in one of the scenes, and there was hmm. a Korean song, and I was like, <gasps> Could it be? Yeah, Psy. the opposite to Psy. <gasps> Gasp! <laughs> Is it him? Oh, <laughs> Guys, I'm going to Google Read it your right WhatsApps. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh! Hey, hey, how's that? Anne Marie providing vocals here. It's a marshmallow track called Friends. F-R-I-N-D-S, she says. Before a good luck, Barry Smith team up for a wicked tune called Be Yourself. We're inside 5 After 5 this afternoon. Some of the biggest tunes as they trend around the world. And I don't know if you know this, but in the middle of 2015, it was during an on-air interview uh, with Yahoo's... Oof, takes us back. Katie Couric. Uh, she was talking to Skrillex. And his phone rang, and he said, It's Chris. Uh, and then he picked up the phone, answered it, and said, Oh, Marshmallow. Skrillex kind of blew his his alias mm. right there and then and people then started to piece all sorts of details together uh, going into tracks that had been written by one Chris uh, Comstock uh, who's also known by the alias dot com and eventually pieced it together Chris is Marshmallow. Uh, of course, this is an open secret nowadays, but back in the day, it was a big deal. Uh, and very interesting to note why it is that they choose to stay as aliases wearing these, in this case, Marshmallow wears a helmet that looks like a big square, a big white marshmallow. fluffy marshmallow, um, allowing for him to play multiple gigs at the same time, mm. coining in cash. 
Yeah. Nobody knows whether it's him or not. I wonder if the guys behind the scenes knew. They must have, because uh, they're paying for travel and accommodation. And yeah, all that totally. Stuff, I mean, right? behind the scenes, I mean, it's his music, yeah. right? So he can be an alias wherever he wants to be and yeah. however he wants to do it. Uh, and it seems very well to be working for him. I mean, he pr- tried to do it with .com, didn't really take off. And Chris, as an individual, didn't take off either. But Marshmallow is making some sensational tunes, and people are absolutely loving it. That's why we find him inside 5 After 5 so often of late. Uh, teams up with Anne-Marie here, a tune called F-R-I-N-D-S, Friends, of course, as it is lacquers to hang with you. 3 until 7 p.m. tonight. Friends, yeah, music from Sigala, Rudimental, and that wicked track from Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray is on the way. Not at all, and we couldn't do Monday without Arnold February from Business Partners Limited. Arnold, welcome back to the show. Hi, thank you. How are you? Are you well? Uh, it's a Monday afternoon. I'm happier than a dog with two tails, Arnold. Uh, <laughs> listen, as we get into all things budget-related and small businesses, I believe you have some essential tips for those small business owners to make sure that they are uh, on a su- en route to success. Uh, what are they? Well, it's about budgeting today, uh, Sean. It's about throwing up your budget and basically setting yourself some, some rules and some disciplines. And I think the the first point as an introduction is that your budget it's about cash flow. It's not about income statement, it's not about paper profits, it's about cash flow. And uh, I think it's a discipline that an entrepreneur should have. You know, I like working with people that have their numbers on their fingertips, you know. So it's important to to be on par with what's going on in your business. And the first tip I have for budgeting is it is easy. You do it yourself. Throw up a table, have a column for budget, have a column for actual, and a column for variance. Man, I think Excel spreadsheets works as well, as far as has got functionality on that. So that's the first point. The second point is, it is not, it is not a hard and fast. You need to have almost like a low, a medium, and a high um, scenario sketch. Because you do want to work with break even. What is the the minimum amount of turnover you have to make to break even? So those are the two important points. And a budget is easy. It's it's income and it's expenses. Now I just want to mention what um, entrepreneurs sometimes get wrong. I think when it comes to their turnovers, they they shoot the lights out. They are they you know exaggerate the turnovers where in fact what you should do is be a lot more conservative and your turnover should almost be achievable i'd go so far to say that your turnover projection should be based on historic figures and if you deviate from your norm or from your industry norm in any way it should be based on certain substance and i think uh, you still there sean yes i'm very much here sorry man i'm talking a lot The second point is expenses. Now, this one, a lot of entrepreneurs, they keep the expenses low when, in fact, when you put your own budgets out there, rather overstep, you know, building a bit of fat, building a bit of retention cost. Um, Expenses are often um, something that entrepreneurs often forget with expenses is VAC. I can tell you horror stories of people budgeting and don't not putting in VAT and then, you know, they should shoot them shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. And then also with expenses, if you have debt or capital expenses, put that through as well. Put it through as well. And then yeah, that's about it. I think just do it regularly. You know, do it yourself. 
if you if you don't know how to do it, do it in conjunction with somebody, but don't just leave it to your accountant. I totally understand that. It's having a finger on the pulse and always having it mm-hmm. under your thumb. And like you said, knowing the numbers, uh, regardless of what time of the month it is, making sure that you're fully aware of where that cash is. Listen, Arnold, as we wrap things up, uh, people are looking for your details so that they can get more advice, especially as it comes to running their own business from Business Partners Limited. Uh, where would you send them? A lot, of, a lot of information can be found on our website. It's www.businesspartners.co.za. I can be reached in the, in the Cape Town office. My email is afebruary mm-hmm. at businesspartners.co.za. Uh, the landline here is 021-464-3600. And I also want to make a note that we have a Belleville office as well as a Stellenbosch office. Sensational. Arnold February, the Metro Manager for the Western Cape area as far as Business Partners Limited is concerned. Business Beat happens every Monday through to Thursday right here on Fast Forward. You're listening to Good Up FM, connecting Cape Town. Wrapping up Goldfish and If I Could Find. Listen, we all need a friend that can help us with all things tech. Uh, BP is that man indeed. Dude, it's good to see you again. It is so good to be here again. Uh, BP, tech update on Tuesday afternoons. Listen, I know there's always lots of stuff that happens in the world of tech, and seven days is almost not enough to be able to catch up on all of the things. <laughs> um, but you walked in here and you told me about a computer that's as small as or smaller than a, a grain, grain of salt. salt. I almost ah. want to say you should take this with a grain of salt, but don't. Um, it's, so it's legit. It's it's legit. So, yeah, actually, we were chatting about it uh, in the Popular Mechanics office today. We were like, how is this possible? So IBM, we've all heard of IBM. Yeah. We've been around for like ever and mm. ever and ever. They're huge. They're having an event in Vegas at the moment. It's like a sort of showcase event to showcase all the new technology and all the stuff that they can do. It's called uh, IBM Think 2018. And... What they've done is they've unveiled what they're calling the world's smallest computer, and it's literally smaller than a grain of salt. Mm -mm. Um, It has the computing power of the x86 chip, which is, you know, from 1990, which Mm -hmm. doesn't sound like much. But I mean, this thing is smaller than a grain of salt. You literally need a uh, microscope to see it. Uh, IBM says it'll cost less than 10 cents to manufacture this thing, so 10 US cents. And... Literally, they say it'll it'll pack several hundred thousand transistors. It'll allow it to monitor, analyze, communicate, and even act on data. So essentially, what they're doing is um, they they want to use this in things to be able to track and stuff. It's it's like a little chip essentially. Uh, and yes, they're using blockchain technology to make sure it's uh, safe and secure. Blockchain's back again. It's back again. Um, and essentially, what they want to do is they want to use it to help track the shipment of goods. Uh, detect theft, fraud, and non-compliance. So remember last week when we were speaking about how you could use blockchain and all of those things, and you know, Sean, if you had to be making stuff and you're buying supplies from home, even your yes, jacket, from farms, or wherever this it is might actually be, how yeah. you'll do it. And it can apparently also do basic artificial intelligence tasks. No way. Smaller than a grain of salt. That's that's amazing. ridiculous. Amazing. Wow, yeah. okay. I'm struggling to compute all of that right now. Uh, IBM, wow, yeah. there are streaks ahead. And they're, a, they're ahead, right? Nobody else has done something this small. Never, ever, ever. This what is, it's, everyone is talking about this right now. Uh, okay, well, there's got to be some or other record right there. Uh, and Facebook is big in the news at the moment. Uh, not for any good reason, unfortunately. In fact, if you go onto social media, you'll see the hashtag delete Facebook is trending oh. globally. Oh, um, yeah, so we've all heard about the hack slash not hack. 
yeah, what's happened with Maybe Facebook. you could establish that a bit better because I, I see Facebook is in the news and I know Mark Zuckerberg is being potentially drawn, I mean, drawn to make uh, statements, but I don't know why. So essentially what happened is uh, we all obviously know about the US elections and what happened there. And there was a company, a research company who, you know, got a ton of money from someone to essentially help put together data on profiles for voting Americans. Mm -hmm. They took all the money and then it turns out they actually didn't have the data or the tools to be able to go ahead and get all this, this information. So what did they do? They reached out to Facebook and they essentially got the details and profiles and information of 50 million Americans and built profiles, which was then obviously used to help the Trump campaign and, and, and. Wow. So Facebook, when this news first broke a few days ago, um, the whistleblower who, who leaked it, you know, when the article came out, said that Facebook is saying that this is not a hack, which then prompts the question, if Facebook's saying this is not a hack, then our question as media, you know, and as normal people in the street is, well, then were you compliant or not? Yeah, surely then you took the money and handed over the details. So Whoa! Facebook has lost a ton of stock value. It's a, in a lot of trouble right now. That is not good news. No. Zuckerberg. I mean, he has lots of money, so he'd probably be able to pay himself out of any s- sticky situation, but still not good news. Not at all. And okay. it, yeah, talks again about, you know, online security, which we keep talking about. Over so. and over and over again. Okay, cool. We're going to take some music here. Um, being International Day of Happiness, Pharrell is on the way. And then we need to talk all about Vanya and yes. her developments with <laughs> regards to snapping photos and how good she is getting at the simple task. BPSN Tech Update on Tuesday. My guitar, please. Oh, my guitar, please. Uh, Wyclef Jean, Lunch Money Lewis, The Knock, and What Happened to Love. As we talk all things tech, wrapping up our chat for this week, uh, BP, of course, is in. And towards the beginning of the year, a bit of a challenge was set to Vanya to take more photos with her phone. So he's been challenging her, and we're kind of catching up, aren't we? Yeah, to see how well she's been doing and what she's loving and not loving. I forget which device you have now, Vans. I've actually got two. So nice. I've got nice. the latest iPhone. Which one is it, Brendan? Just give one the... of the latest iPhones. So yes. She's got see. the iPhone 8 Plus. <laughs> uh-huh. And then she's got the Huawei Mate 10 Pro. Yes. Mm. So both really great phones. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the iPhone first because <laughs> I am not an iPhone person. I yeah. don't know iPhone at all. And this is exactly the thing. We kind of figured as a mom, young kids don't really have the chance to uh, invest too much, but you want to be able to capture the moments. And so you want something that's super easy to mm. use. Yeah. So iPhone, the iPhone wasn't really super easy for me to use because let's talk about the point that it is a big phone. Yes. And the way it felt in my hand wasn't as great as all of the other phones. It's a beautiful phone, genuinely. But I was intimidated by the phone. Okay. But I think off the bat, because like I said, I've never had an iPhone before. That was a bit crazy for me. I know my my colleagues are probably thinking I'm crazy because you're sitting there making big eyes. She's got one. But yeah, nonetheless, it's a small one you've got, Jerry. Are you not and intimidated that, by this? No, not at all. <laughs> Look at nice that fits afraid. into your hand. <laughs> Whereas it was fablet-like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, I didn't enjoy that. And the fact that... I'm really trying to learn to take selfies with my kids as well. Uh, It's quite a big thing. It wasn't... I'm not even great at that with my own phone. You know, so uh, that was a bit... Mm. Yes, it was. Mm. I did like the fact that it would tell me where I am. 
So it's got this what? geotagging <laughs> thing going it. on. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Siri. On my pictures, which Your is... door is still open. You know, so that, that's exciting. Um, what what do you mean? What, what Tommy? Yeah. yeah. So geotagging is what she's saying. Um, yeah, but that means you're in Cape Town or you're in Johannesburg. Or but what it'll tell you the area where you're in. Oh, so it's good to know. <laughs> I'm at home. No, with but my what, kids what's nice about photos. that is the way it actually then collates the photos in the album. You can either filter them down by you know just different types of albums, or by location. Yes. Uh, if you're all over the show and you know I took photos in, ah, but you don't know where you were when you took. Or you them. know where you were, but you can't. But find you can't them remember exactly what day or what time. Okay. So it's really smart. Okay. Yeah, that's clever. I remember being in Stellenbosch and we took that photograph, but I can't find it. We in were my on that wine farm, but which one? Well, we yeah. visited so many that day. <laughs> Country. Okay, sorry, Vanya, we're interjecting. Okay. Smile detection is uh-huh. really great. You but said then smile. Yeah, okay. smile on which phone detection. On the iPhone, okay. but it, the Huawei also <laughs> has it. So uh, the ha- Huawei. 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 <laughs> Not the how are we. <laughs> I asked her what phone was that. She's like, the how are we? <laughs> I always call it that. Um, both of them got smile detection, which is really nice. Um, I love the fact that the iPhone has the also the panoramic view. Is it the is it the LG that I had that had the same? Well, so actually, all of them can do it. It's just some of them are better at it than others. But the okay. iPhone was really great oh, yeah. at it. it oh, yeah. It's it's an awesome feature. Um, I love the Huawei in my hand, mm-hmm. and I'm going to upgrade to that phone next. Oh, there we go. Definitely. Okay. Are you sure? Because there's a new phone coming out on Monday from Huawei. Oh, you see, this is the problem. <laughs> the one that's coming out on Monday has got three, three cameras, cameras on it. Three lenses on Why? the back. The Huawei Weird. P20 is launching in Paris Slow on down. Monday. Where does Slow it your roll, PP. Slow your roll. <laughs> so, you know. That might be your next challenge, Vanya. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I think it's a bit too higher grade for me. But, but yeah, I definitely, with this exercise, have found that I am in love with Huawei. Hmm. As, okay. as much as um, when you gave me the Samsung mm-hmm. the first time, I was sad that I had left Samsung. Right. Because that was really a great phone. Okay. But between, I think it's the two brands that I am most likely to stick with. But for now... Huawei is it. I like this. Huawei is the way. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Mom reviews. uh, Tech update. I feel like we need to do a little video where Vanya tells us what she thinks. That was a really great review. (laughs) No, it really was. You made it so, yeah, Yeah. understandable. Mom reviews. Like, I went for the things that I like. You want to know new things, but you also want to. The stuff that you actually do in your life. No, but I'm not about that life, and I could never be. It needs to be simple and easy. Yes. And do exactly what you need to do. All right, mm-hmm. BP's back again next week. Thanks, once. Thank you. Enjoy playing. Snap, snap, <laughs> snap away. PH Fat, it's Keep You Safe. Team's up here with Mac Motel, of course, as we double up the local tunes. A local boykey before it. Uh, Jeremy Loops and Waves. Waves of change, waves of food. Every Wednesday evening, we chat. We chat all sorts of delicious treats, and tonight, no different. Chef Peter from Sense of Taste is here. It's good to see you, sir. Likewise, you're looking good. Thank you. So, you too. Uh, on a Human Rights Day, you've come out. Um, it's good to see. It's not often that we get guests on, on public holidays. So, thank you so much for making the time. Uh, always a pleasure. Uh, you sound... Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just coming over a little bit of flutes, a little bit husky. Okay. Well, husky works for radio. But nothing all good, wrong. All good. Nothing wrong. Listen, Easter is just a week or so away, and as we build up towards uh, what is a... 
I suppose a, a, a is a long weekend. People are looking forward to indulging and eating lots and sharing celebratory moments. Um, are there memories for you that are attached to Easter in any way? I know well, Christmas is a big deal. Yeah, Sometimes Easter I, is I just. Must, I think Easter, from a religious point of view, is actually a little bit more than more Christmas. so. I mean, yeah, I grew up in a Catholic background. Okay, so Easter was a big thing for us. You know, you had your end of Lent and you had Good Friday, and so for me. Um, I always remember prawn curry. Mm. Like that was our Easter Good Friday treat because we didn't grow up with a lot of cash. So, so it was a special treat. Okay. And when we had it, it was on, on, on Good Friday. And I always remember, when I, when I think this time of the year, I always think back to my mom's cooking and a really good pot of beautiful curry prawns. And that's, yeah, that's my memory. Did she share that recipe with you? Do you still get to repeat I s- that? I still do. I mean, unfortunately, I've grown an allergy towards, oh, <laughs> towards no. uh, shellfish, um, crustaceans. But yeah, it's, it's uh, I mean, her curries are amazing and she's taught me how to make them and, I, and I, I'm obsessed with curry. And then obviously the good old favorite, whether you... Regardless of religious, whatever is is good old pickled fish, and mm. it's that's mm. an absolute. It's a it's a massive thing, especially across Cape Town, um, and very few are prepared to share their secret ingredients that go into a really great pickled fish recipe. Yeah, no, it's it's actually so simple. <laughs> it's uh, this the the good thing is really fresh hake, mm. um, a good masala, which mm-hmm. is you get from a nice spice measure, and and some a good amount of sugar. So you need some brown sugar, and oh. and that's really what takes it for a game changer from that like aromatic it's almost like a babuti it's a mixture between a babuti and a everyone last way I say babuti babuati but yeah so um, yeah it's it's not that hard and and as I said if you want me to pop you guys an email with my recipe I'll definitely yeah I'd love to see that how do you enjoy eating your pickled fish I love it I love pickled fish just on its own do you eat it with hot cross buns is there a particular you know way my, my wife is starting to get me into this pickle, pickled well savory and sweet together yes I, I grew up where uh, a hot cross bun was a hot cross bun yeah we never ate, ate the two together but I'm starting to learn and, and obviously all my students at our school um they all come from the Cape Flats and that, so they, they've taught us as well. You know, when we, we teach them how to make uh, hot cross buns and pickled fish, they want it together, you know. So. I, I must say there's something about the spicy hot cross bun with a little bit of fruit in it and like lathered with butter and a nice piece of pickled fish. There's that, really? there's I, that yeah, there's something about the combination of flavors mm. and textures um, that is quite yeah. Moorish. What I have found though is like, especially your, your mass uh, production um, supermarkets, I find the the hot cross buns a little bit. Bleh. They're like, lacking, aren't they're they? Lacking. Yeah, and, they, and year on it's year they go a little bit more and more. I mean, yeah. I actually had one the other day, and I was like, "This is my treat," because like when you know you obviously got to try and watch your weight and what you're doing. So like my beer is my main factor, so okay. I've got to try and con- you know co- uh, take everything else in moderation. And and it's really hot. and when you eat something like that, you want it to be good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so oh, for sure. Especially price and make it good. Yeah, especially if you're waiting a year for it and you're like, this is the time exactly. that I'm going to do the treat. Now, I, I must agree. I find myself uh, every year slightly disappointed by the amount of well, spice that's being added. Well, um, this year is, is, I'll tell you what, it's pretty bad. And then I saw something, I would hate to taste it, but it was a cranberry. And, and I, there's no way they're putting cranberry in it. So it's probably got like a, a pink food coloring. Oh, it seems like bright pink. Okay. So I didn't taste one, but I'm sure it must be quite a quite a different. Uh, All right. Well, we're going to chat maybe a little bit more in terms of homemade Easter treats uh, and things, that, especially because a lot of people turn, tend to turn towards chocolate around this time of year.
So we'll chat more about Easter treats in just a bit. Chef Peter is in sense of taste as we talk food. Let's eat. Now we're falling like the rain, so let the river run. Eminem teams up with Ed Sheeran. It's called River on Good Hope FM as we power through. We're connecting Cape Town and we're talking food. Of course, Chef Peter is here. Sense of taste. Jerry has just stepped back into the studio. Uh, just in time, of course, because I think I heard, I think she heard us talk about chocolate. <laughs> Chaka who? Yeah, Chaka yes. what? Yeah. She ran right across. And I, I ran. So we've spoken about your memories with regards to Easter and that delicious uh, curried prawns and mm. now your aversion to shellfish. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, as we move more and more towards chocolate, because everybody kind of thinks Easter, I have to go have uh, chocolate Easter eggs. I'm going to have cho- slabs of chocolate. And I need to chocolate Easter bunny. And there's so much that can be bought mm. in store. Um, but I'm gravitating towards the fact that you as uh, uh, running a sense of taste and having a cooking school, you've come up with all sorts of ways yeah. to sort of experiment with that a little you bit. You know, I, and, and I'm, I'm, I think I'd, I'd put money on this. Um, I came up with this idea about two years ago. Someone asked me to come up with something very different with the chocolate. And I actually converted the chili popper into a chocolate chili popper. Oh, wow. And, okay, keep talking. And uh, I just read it now for another shoot that's coming up shortly. And I actually, so I, be, I took the jalapeno, the jalapeno. Jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. Um, took out the center mm-hmm. just from the top. Okay, a little um, uh, what do you call it? skewer just broke it around, took it all the top. And then we piped in with some nice dark chocolate. Okay. okay. And then what we did was we crusted it in a coconut and crumb and Ooh. we deep fried that. Oh, and, wow. Uh, so it's wow. So and deep I served fried. it with a parsley yogurt. So. <gasps> I okay. can't explain it. Was, it's, it's just incredible. And so, it's really, I've never seen anyone do it before. Why? I have no clue. But no. it really was because absolutely the, amazing. the heat together with chocolate is such a good combination. Yeah. It's a great aphrodisiac as well, by and the way. And when you were saying it, I was assuming in my mind you were going to put some sort of creamy cheese but, yogurt but like in the middle mousse. and then, and then but when, when dip you, it in chocolate. But when you hear about it, you actually think, why is no one doing it? Yeah, that, it sounds Because phenomenal. it's actually so easy to prepare. The chocolate's actually hard inside. Mm. Until, ah. until and you keep it deep fried and then it's melting. And as you bite into it, just like, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The new Easter. Okay, picking my chin up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds absolutely delicious. Yeah, uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about hot cross buns uh, and the fact that sometimes when you buy the store bought ones, they're just not seasoned enough. There's not enough spice. They're a little bit dry. They're missing an, an extra little bit of love, maybe because they're being so mass produced. Yeah, um, and yeah, we did speak about this, and I feel like I'm repeating myself because we just we did just chat. Um, it's um, one for the same shoot. What you know, obviously making people fall in love with chocolate. So we 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 decided to take a chocolate brownie and turn that into a hot crust bun. So it was a chocolate brownie, hot crust bun. Go on. And uh, <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. And and I'm always a cost factor person because you always have these ponzi chefs out there say just use this. Or, but yeah. I mean, most people oh, can't I just afford can't it. afford it. Mm. So we um, we I make a really good brownie that doesn't actually have much. Actual chocolate has cocoa and a lot of oil in it, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes it that beautiful, gooey, moist, like moist mm. inside. And then I just got some uh, unsalted uh, nuts and and raisins and put it into that. And then we baked it. So it has this beautiful raisins and nut, like the almost like the hot crust bun. And then we still still made the uh, the cross on top. So we had these beautiful individual wow. hot crust. Brownies. Brownies. That sounds way yeah. better than a bun. Yeah. <laughs> way better. Why okay. have we been doing it wrong all these yeah. years? Yes. Uh, so are we going to do a bit of an Easter egg hunt? Yes. Are you going to do Easter egg hunt over the next weekend? Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, we it's can not all... so much a hunt. Just and there's... a trip down to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> know exactly where to find <laughs> them. I know what I'm buying. Let me tell you a really crazy story. When, when I was uh, 
traveling abroad and I was in the UK for quite some time. And I was, uh, to keep fit, I was actually teaching the kids to play football. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was playing ice hockey over there. But I was, and, and I said to the guy, so is the Easter bunny coming to drop off your eggs? Is yeah. The kid didn't know what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> so a lot of the places in the world have never, and think they about it, why, where the hell did the bunny come from? Yeah. Like no, all of a sudden year. we had, and, and this kid was like really, I confused him because he couldn't understand why. I was referring to an Easter a bunny, bunny when there's, a, when there's a, an entire aisle in Tesco's and Asda dedicated to Easter. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's sure. Phenomenal, it's phenomenal. But but in, in in logic terms, think about it. Where you know how did why and how did the egg come into it? It and had something to do with rebirth bunny. and spring and animals popping out of having been in hiding over the winter. And there's there is there is a connection, but it's a weird connection. Okay. I've got it. I've got it. I mean, you can. Admit, it, it's weird. A, a chicken, you can understand. Sure. Like, yes, chicken and the egg. Yeah, yeah but yeah, a chicken so. can't bounce around. Mm. I don't know. But yeah. the, I think yeah. it comes into terms with the hiding of the eggs. The eggs are hidden in the grass. What else hides in a grass? It's quite Bunnies, an interesting foxes, yeah. thing but foxes too, yeah. are scary, so let's call it a bunny. Well, the oracle, <laughs> the oracle is sharing his wisdom, saying that the bunny and the egg had to do with fertility, an egg with rebirth. Ooh, I don't want to think about that, fertility and rebirths, and sure, that's quite heavy for a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what what is it, huge? Egg has got to do with fertility, of course, and the bunny is the reproduction thereof. I mean, rabbits oh. have quite a lot in a litter or in a warren. Yeah. One bunny would then <laughs> set off like 16 offspring, of so I to think speak. They did. So there you go. Do I you think, think so? they did. And this is in the pagan times, just by the yes. way. So this was yeah. adopted from the pagan times right over into Modern what day is known now. in the religious circles, so to speak. And somehow. I do, I do th- I th- well, I think I'm correct, but the. Hot cross bun comes from about the 12th century, and it's a uh, Anglican monks mm. that actually created the hot well, cross bun. Bless those people. Yes, and now you've just turned into a brownie <laughs> muffin <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, chef, you've made us salivate. Uh, thank you mm. so much for for bringing your wisdom into studio it's and sharing a some thank you so interesting much uses for chocolate that just yeah. changed yeah. our ideas completely. And Sean, you need to share those chocolate. Don't you worry, again. I will. I don't. Do you think I was going to get out of here alive if I try to walk on them on my own? No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> chef Peter, sense of taste. Thank you so much. Have so, an awesome day. Same to you. Five o'clock for Good Hope FM Traffic. I'm Jerry Saunders. Yes, you are, and you will be back right now. Paulette van Heerden is here. It's good to see you again. Hi, Sean. I'm ashamed. Did Devin leave the microphone in a weird position for you? Uh, no, no, but I can do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are multi-talented. That you really are. Waterfall Cape Town. Paulette van Heerden is back, and you brought friends. Listen, I'm really excited about this week being uh, World I Water know. Day and National Water Week. And I know, I know. Yes, we, we're taking the limelight, the water. Water people are the new, what's it, BFFs for yeah, radio and everybody else. Like <laughs> no, no, no. So we, we're very excited about this um, Expo on Friday where we've got a, an amazing lineup of speakers who are central to the industry and innovate because that's where the solutions are going to come from. Mm. So mm. so I'm very glad we get an opportunity to highlight that with you. For sure. And that's why Maura Johnston is here. Welcome to the show, Maura. It's good to have you here. Thanks. It's good to be here. Uh, Paulette was waxing lyrically about what a super champion you are and a water-wise warrior and all the things you've made happen in such a short frame of time. Friday is... Two days away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is happening on Friday? 
Um, well, it's the Cape Town Waterwise Expo, and uh, as Paulette mentioned, we've got an amazing speaker lineup. Um, everyone who's anyone in the water industry is going to be there. Um, so it's everyone from corporates to government to um, private sector. We've got Nick Sloan coming. We've got Xanthia Limburg. We've got anyone and everyone. I mean, the speaker lineup is really amazing. I'm not quite sure how we've managed to get so many amazing people together, um, but we have. And we've also got a fantastic lineup of exhibitors. Over 33 exhibitors will be there with their um, various products and apps and technology, all to do with water saving. They'll be selling, they'll be displaying, they'll be promoting. Um, there's also going to be food and wine and, and sponsored alcohol for a networking event at the end. So it's not all serious. It's fun and games as well. So if you want to just pop down for the networking, that's from 5 until 8. Um, and yeah, we're just hoping for a really great turnout and, and support from the public. It's free entrance. Oh. Um, so, you know, we, we encourage people to register online via Quicket. You can also check out our Facebook page, Cape Town Waterwise Expo 2018. Mm -hmm. And there'll be links on there to the Quicket um, page where you can register because obviously we just want to know how many Numbers. people to accept. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but it's free entrance and we just really encourage you to come down, have a listen to what everyone has to say. There's going to be a panel discussion. So hopefully some nice debates around what the solution is for Cape Town going forward. Tourism is coming. Um, yeah. So please just come down and support. Where? It's at the Caraway, which is inside the old Mutual Heights building, 14 Darling Street. There's parking available across the road at the Grand Parade, 100 mm -hmm. Bays, first mm -hmm. come, first serve. Yeah, all of this a good point to make. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone asks me about that, especially in the inner city. Yeah. So um, all of this information is on our Facebook page. And if you want to get in touch, the best way is to go to the Facebook page or pop me an email, moira at eventroom.co.za. Uh, the Facebook page, I assume, has something to do with the expo. Yes, it's Cape Town Waterwise Expo 2018. Terrific. It's straightforward and simple Very as that. Very straightforward. Uh, Moira, okay, now the details I need for you to repeat are where, when, and maybe why. Why, as a member of the public, would I want to come down? Uh, what, what's my takeout? What's my takeaway? Okay, let's start with where. It's at the Caraway venue, which is inside the old Mutual Heights apartment block. Okay. It's at 14 Darling Street, parking across the road at Grand Parade. 100%. When? 23rd of March, so that's Friday, mm -hmm. starting at 10 a.m., mm -hmm. ending at 8 p.m. Long day. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you're passionate, then it's not no, a it's long not. day. It's fabulous. <laughs> um, and why should you come down? You should come down to see all of the fantastic innovations that have come out of this crisis. You know that they say that... Um, what is the mother of innovation? Um, necessity. Necessity, is the mother, yes. That's exactly what we found. So there are amazing innovations. Come down and check it out so you can do your part to mm. to save water. You know, uh, all this talk about day, day zero being pushed back and all of that doesn't mean that the crisis is over. over. So no, it hasn't been Everyone averted. can do their part. And also, it's just going to be really interesting to hear the, the various speakers getting into a uh, a debate a about, yeah. about what the solution is because I don't think we've seen that before. So it's something I, new. I think what's really great here is the opportunity to interact with those innovations because I think we've seen some of them or you've heard of some things and you're not sure how they work or why they work or why you would uh, implement them or what you would use them for. But when you get a chance to interact and ask the questions and touch and feel, exactly. uh, I think you have far more of uh, an uptake on any of those innovations. So yes, exactly. that's really cool. Oh, and I must mention um, that we are also giving 
giving away a whole bunch of prizes mm. as part of a raffle on the day. Um, one of the the biggest prizes is Cape Air Water has sponsored a air to water machine wow. with 22,000 rand. Jeepers. So that is going to one of the lucky people who registers online, but okay. we also have various hampers from Faithful to Nature and a bunch of other exhibitors. Radical. Um, and yeah, thanks to okay. everyone who Everybody. has supported. Okay, so Cape Town Waterwise 2018. Find it on Facebook. Get involved. Get down there. Friday 23 March. You don't want to miss it. Spend the entire day and get involved. Huh? Yes. Yes? Do you know... Why I'm here? I, because, because you're my friend. Because Moira heard the two of us speaking on the radio. Oh, good. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you see, it works. Yeah, of course it works. Of course it works. Waterfall Cape Town. Works well. Mm. Uh, get involved. Get down there. 23 March, Cape Town Waterwise. It is a sensational event, and it's happening this Friday, and we want to see you there. Ladies, thank you so much for your time. You, and we look forward to seeing you on Friday afternoon. Thanks. So Ed was in studio with us not too long ago. Our Monsieur Bad, of course. Yes, his latest hit is called So Gone Before Tresor and Remedy. Uh, right now, however, we change tactics and head to the inside of the track. The one and only man to keep us up to speed with what is happening there is Lance Isaacs, of course. Welcome back to the show, sir. Hello, hello. Yeah, you're good, you're good, you're good. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, good, Just, I'm uh, pleased to hear it. Stuck in... A very, very rainy Johannesburg. It's been pretty much flooding here all day today. Oh, I was expecting you back in Cape Town already. I'm sorry to hear that you're still stuck in Joey's Beam. No, well, I'm, I'm here. We actually, we've got a race um, of the Thunderbike series happening at Kyle Army this weekend. Mm-hmm. So um, it's pretty much been a week of preparations, just getting everything uh, sorted out and ready. Um, to go into war. Well, that's exactly weekend. what we need to know from you. What is happening yes. this weekend? Yes, yeah, so um, Thunderbikes, the Thunderbike series got heads to Kyle Army this weekend. Um, we've it's pretty much looks like uh, should have brought a jet ski instead of a, <laughs> instead of a superbike because it is raining cats and dogs. Yeah, I wish I could send some of the rain down to Cape Town for you guys, but um, it is absolutely bucketing down. It's been pretty much flooding all day today. Uh, we're going to see what the conditions are like tomorrow uh, at the circuit um, and if it's going to be safe for us to race. We do race regardless whether it's raining or not, but um, you know safety comes first. We'll we'll definitely have to assess the situation and see what the circuit is like. Um, if there are any uh, dangerous spots where there's a bit of um, water running across the track or flooding or anything like that, uh, we'll make a call um, at that point in time to decide whether we keep racing or not. But um, my feeling is that we will go racing regardless. So. We're looking good. We're looking forward to a fun weekend. Uh, splashing our way. We're looking forward to splashing our way through the weekend at that. I know there is um, the Super GP will be happening locally for you guys at uh, Kilani Race Circuit this weekend. Right. We've got some local boys that are that are going to be out there, like the likes of David McFadden, um, who's definitely going to be at the very sharp end of the field on board his Kawasaki. Um, very interesting to see what the results are going to be there uh, for this weekend. I hope mm-hmm. everybody has a, a safe and successful weekend. Um, and as far as the international front goes, um, there will be World Superbikes happening uh, at the Buriram Circuit in Thailand. Uh, we're going to see if Jonathan Ray can, and the, his Kawasaki team can repeat their double win from their last year. Mm. A couple of riders are 
their first time, the likes of uh, not Jordi Torres, uh, um, Loris Baz. It's a brand new circuit for him. It's first time that they will be at that circuit on the on board the BMW. Um, it's going to be very interesting because uh, this, judging from the from the first round of World Superbikes, uh, Marco Melandri absolutely dominated the field. So we're going to see if he can uh, continue his form from the first round at Phillip Island and uh, maybe take a double, upset the apple cart uh, because Jonathan Ray definitely hasn't had it his uh, his way at the start of the season. So, uh, but I will be definitely keeping you guys up to date with what's happening. You can follow me on on Instagram and Twitter Lance, at Lancelot thirty eight. Um, I'll be posting some results, posting some pictures, and definitely keeping everybody informed as to what's going on in the world of uh, two wheel racing. Terrific. Well, all the best for the weekend. Here's hoping you don't have to pull out the skis. Uh, I'm <laughs> sure you guys will have a have a great weekend, and we look forward to having you hopefully back in studio on Monday afternoon, Lance. Definitely back in studio Monday Monday afternoon with the complete rundown of what's gone on over the weekend. Terrific. Where we like to be on the inside track with Lance Isaacs, of course. Uh, you can catch him out on the socials, as he said, at Lancelot38. Otherwise, right here on Good Up FM. Fast forward, of course, Mondays and Thursdays that are roughly around 20 after 6. This is Good Hope FM, connecting Cape Town. Level 6B, water restrictions have...